I see a thing that's rated. Heard about a thing that's rated. Person, place, a thing will rank anything from sea to shining sea. That thing is overrated, underrated, overrated, underrated, overrated, underrated, rated fairly. So The medieval fair is about to begin, and now our court jester, a Mr. Tim. <laughs> okay. Uh, that was a direct shot at me. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> What's my uh, medieval rule? Uh, you are the knight who is supposed to lose on the first joust. But I get jester? <laughs> I'm destined to lose. <laughs> But I'm a jester. You're At least you survive. Josh, do a rating right now. What's what's worse? A knight that needs to lose his first or destined to lose, or a court jester. Well, do I have any hope? No, you're destined to lose. You're 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 supposed to fall because you're going up against the other knight who's supposed to win the whole thing. So it's but, a thrown match? However, if you disobey the king's orders, you can uh win the jousting tournament. But now you are a, uh, what is it, a rebel to the throne. He's thought a lot about this. I kind of would rather be the jester. That's fair. No, I'd rather be the knight. I mean, you could be a bona fide badass if you pull this off right. Dude, jesters don't have to not be badasses. Yeah, they do. Jesters are jesters. They make everybody laugh at their buffoonery. Which is, uh, I mean, it's in your job description for the podcast there, too. It's All right, to <laughs> be fair. for yeah. all of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like we're having a hard time with that role. <laughs> <laughs> we are here for entertainment. We are audio jesters. It's honest work. <laughs> All right, you know what? I accept it. Fair. Yeah. fair fairly rated. All right, guys. Uh, I, I've been meaning to do this cast for a while now. And, uh, you know, with uh, the new movie, The Green Knight, coming out today, uh, I thought it was best that we uh, we go back to a simpler time. Uh, and talk about a few medieval things. How wow. do you guys like medieval things? First well, of all, Bob is wearing a green shirt in honor uh, of the Green Knight, I believe. Actually, no. Uh, funny okay. story about this. I was at my parents' house. I was wearing another green shirt. Yeah, It reminded me of a green shirt with this fish on it that I bought my dad three years ago. Sure, sure. I asked him if he still had it. He said yes, and he didn't wear it much. And I asked him if I could have it back. And here I am. It's Are you a real do. legend? Yeah, tell them how it's spelled, Josh. R E E L. Ah, and it has a fly fishing hook around it. It's very nice. Let's I, do another fishing cast. How about that? I think so. <laughs> but I, Josh, I about that. the medieval times, you know, I don't like end evil. I don't like beginning evil, but I'm okay with mid evil. Right in the center. <laughs> you truly are a son of a bitch, <laughs> Tim. <laughs> Playing up a jester role. It's true. Maybe I'm not the real jester, Bob. Maybe you are. Peasant. <laughs> he just says peasant to me. <laughs> Listen, that's about the worst thing he could have said to he you. He looked right in my eyes as he said that. Well, no, no. Peasants are... Fi- oh, yeah. I, I meant common folk. 
Common folks. Do you what about serfs? Folk? No, no, no. Peasants is what they were Peasants. referred to. Were they At referred least, to that in the Times, Josh? Maybe I believe it was the term serf. was serfs. Serfs. S E R F. And we're not talking the Johnny Tsunami kind. No, oh, no, no, no. Far from the Johnny Tsunami. <laughs> yeah, serfs were underrated. All right, get into it, Josh. Get into it. Yeah. So the uh, <laughs> bulk of this gas is uh, based around the fact that you know a lot of uh, whether it's media or movies or different uh, literature or out there. media evil. <laughs> You know, Ooh. you got to give it to him. He doesn't reach for the pun too often. <laughs> no, I'm actually pretty impressed. Thank yeah, you. it wasn't bad. Appreciate we'll, that. We'll let everyone else rate that pun. But, uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of what I was thinking about when, when planning this cast was there's a lot of like medieval fantasy level type of uh, things that we see in our lives. And I thought, well, hey, why not rate them? Right. And it's not all just looking back at King Arthur. A lot of it is uh, modern day entertainment or uh you know, commerce that you can enjoy in your day-to-day life. So I thought uh, I thought we'd actually kick off our cast with a little bit of a, a rapid rating. Yeah. Medieval times. It reminds uh. me of this medieval knife Tim has uh, hanging on the wall <laughs> of the podcast out of nowhere. Uh, shout out to uh, my brother Brennan. Great what? gift. Great gift. Where did Brennan get this medieval dagger? This was at a convenience store on the way back <laughs> from Florida, and I do appreciate so it. So you know it's authentic. <laughs> you know, he also got me some mead. So it was it was kind of a theme. Wait, is that gift. for real? Yeah. Although that that's, I mean, this is a great dagger, but mead's great too. Yeah. Mm. Looks like it needs to be sharpened. <laughs> Maybe meads to be. <laughs> Perhaps. All right, guys. Uh, <laughs> let's get into a little rapid fire rating to kick off our show. Rapid fire ratings. <laughs> Bob, continue the conversation that you had while we were paused. <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't think it's really much about the conversation versus the ridiculous question. If you guys go back and listen to our fishing cast, there was a part where I gave out. Um, well, I don't. I don't give them out. You guys picked b- via mystery plastic fish toys, and there's this really grotesque-looking one that's latched onto a statue. A statue's arm in here, and then there's one really he's, pathetic. He's not just any statue, Bob. It's Fibber the Lion, or Fibber the Lion, for those yeah. of you guys who've gone back, which is our mascot. We're soon to be posted, <laughs> soon to be on a shirt. But there's this other <laughs> sad-looking, like puffer fish that's yeah. just in the middle of the table, it's real sad-looking and upside down. And for some reason, I asked them, "Is this fish a loser?" <laughs> well, here's the. Well, you know what? I would argue that he's not really that much of a loser, he just is. because. He's he's gotten a spot on the table for what eight casts at this point, longer than that, maybe ten. He's all but irrelevant, though. Well, sure, he's irrelevant, but he's always there. So it's really, I would, all that he's I would got. say he's not a loser. He's a bit underrated. It's because we don't really clean up this room. He has nowhere else to be. The only person that cleans up this room is Ashley, and for some reason she chose to leave this puffer fish. So maybe this fish is a winner. <laughs> maybe. He, he hasn't gone in the trash with the millions of other items that have come and gone. Listen, if Ashley decided to leave the puffer, it's underrated. <laughs> I still don't know what I think of that fish. She hasn't thrown out fibber. That's the important thing. <laughs> I'm just flattered that he's our mascot. I can't wait to see him on a shirt. Yeah, fibber. Coming soon. All right, guys, so I wanted to throw a couple different uh, medieval-level rapid-fire ratings out there to you. There's actually quite a bit to rate. Um, There are a few more movies on this list, uh, movies and TV shows, that is, and then a few random different things elsewhere. So I want to kick off one. I want to start on this one because I think it's very interesting. Medieval Times, 
a medieval one- times, not the time period, <laughs> but the restaurant slash entertainment thing. This is what uh, actually sparked this whole podcast. Medieval times. Is it overrated? underrated or rated fairly the restaurant the restaurant restaurant dinner show. the experience show. the experience as it incredibly is. underrated you, you can't even fathom how underrated medieval times is i i've gone there probably five or six times at this point and honestly i've never had even close to a bad time there i've drinking bottles of meat <laughs> i've cheered at the top of my lungs and you, you eat the you, turkey leg God damn! Yes, of course. <laughs> well, no, more half of a chicken. Is okay, what you yeah, yeah, there. Yes, a roast, but a ro- a roost. Yes, a roost. Um, yes, yes. So the the other thing about this is like you can tell oh, in this show you can tell it's very fake. You can tell. Like as well, doing yeah, it. because you, the time period's over, Tim. What else cued you out on the fact that this isn't authentic? No, no, no. <laughs> Tim's All like, I don't think these were real knights battling to the death. Well, all I'm saying is that you can tell it's more of like a play rather than a reenactment, if if you understand okay, okay. what I'm saying. And Fair point. despite that, you still cheer at the top of your goddamn lungs for <laughs> your night. And I think they can get anybody involved. It doesn't matter what personality type you are. You go to medieval times and you thank me later. It is true. You don't see a, a person sitting there. They're, they're mm. all like jumping out of their seats. Yeah, and you know the the gimmicks that they do are even cool too. Like they give you the crown of your your color, yeah. and I it's don't know. it's pretty cool. I can't run out of great things to say. Do about you this. feel as if they do audience participation to determine the winner? I feel I don't. I know. do not. I also don't think it's. I, I don't know. I guess it depends on how well trained those uh, actors are. Sure, because I could see like I I could see it going either way. If they're they're doing that all the time, so they might just have like one of these things where it's like, hey, like, you know, we're gonna play it by ear. But I feel like with the amount of people watching and like how, um, how particular you have to be, I, I feel like it has to kind of be predetermined. There, there's a a Reddit section of this guy that used to be a, a medieval times night, and I <laughs> encourage I encourage everybody to go there because there's some really interesting facts in there. See, would you say you've read it all? <laughs> I would say I read some of it. <laughs> I think, based upon my very few experiences at Medieval Times, that it is based off of audience participation. Because out of everyone out there, the one every time I've gone, it's been a rowdy experience, to say the least. Sure. And we, we yell, we shout, we put the other sections to shame. And they're not going to disappoint the one section that's actually really going at it. And the one time that I really was truly feeling like this was true when we had a night that looked like one of our friends, Stango Jenkins. (laughs) (laughs) And and he was looking at us throughout the time. I snagged a picture of him. It was great. But like you can tell that they were focusing all of their attention on this one section here. And there were birthday parties. There were, I, I mean, there were young kids. You guys were just hammered. <laughs> That's what happens when you sell mead. <laughs> Buy the bottle. It's true. Oh. God bless them for it. <laughs> Imagine if they were selling you shots of mead. Hmm. No, you no. never no. buy a shot of mead. You what buy if a jo- what if Joey? Uh, what if Joey Bides asks you to take a shot of mead? You never take a shot of mead with Joey Bides. 
You ignore him folks, and that drink is the not bottle. mead that he's giving you. That is not mead, and it is also not alcohol. <laughs> no. <laughs> you never go to medieval times with Joey. Oh, God, no. Not even the once. All right. Um, <laughs> if you got too excited, he'd die. <laughs> Here's a... Uh, <laughs> Choke on the rotisserie. <laughs> All right, here's uh, here's kind of a follow-up question to that. Which this this is uh you can rate it afterwards. What's going to set you back more? One adult ticket to Medieval Times or a season pass to Six Flags Amusement Park? Yeah, it's the one adult ticket to Medieval cuz Six Flags is trying desperately to get people in. Disagree. It's <clears throat> got to be the Six Flags ticket. All right, I'm going to ask you one more follow-up question. What is going to cost you more, a single adult ticket to Medieval Times or placing the minimum order at Treehouse Brewing? (laughs) Placing the minimum order at Treehouse Brewing. Obviously, Josh has not been to the Groupon page for Medieval (laughs) Times. (laughs) I'm just saying. So these things cost more. Or less. So it is only five cents more to put the minimum order at Treehouse Brewing. Brewing, And you can think of that as you will. But it is cheaper to get a season pass ticket to Six Flags. Six it, Flags, we have the meats. <laughs> give, <laughs> give me the times, dude. I'll oh, still buy that every time. So an adult ticket, just so you know, is or $64.95. To you go know, to Lyndhurst, New Jersey to watch Medieval Times. And there's different levels, right? So uh, that's just the basic. Tim match. always goes for the VI Mead. <laughs> Yuck. Yes. <laughs> See, I, I just think that's that's very expensive, well, if you're asking me. And I get is, that it, it comes is, with dinner. You get you know. dinner. You get to, It's a whole performance. Think of it this way, Josh. How much would you pay? How long does the show last? That would be an hour and a hour half. Hour or so. How much would you pay no, between there's, going There's out- a mid- there's a midsection, I believe, that, that you have a little break. So I think it's an hour and a half, two hours. Well, think of it this way, right? So if you were to go to a dinner and then go to watch a show at the theater, you're spending over 60 bucks. Yeah. Medieval's just just combining it in one. You're actually getting a pretty fair deal. And it's a hell of a dinner. It, it oh, is hell a yeah. hell of a dinner. Yeah, it's it, delightful. It is pretty uh, dense. It makes Joey jealous. <laughs> Well, he, he'll provide it for everybody, you see. <laughs> he sure will. We don't get political much. You know the thing with the Six Flags tickets, so that's really irking me? They act like that's such a big deal. You're not. They don't give you anything when you go there, though. You're going to still pay parking. You yep. still got to buy your food, drink, merchandise, play the games. That's not really a good deal. It's actually only benefiting them because it's like, hey, instead of coming once, this person might try to get their money back and come twice, and we're just going to make more off of it. And you know, they they do they do have a food pass now. I've heard. Has anybody heard this? I haven't yeah, heard but that's that. Extra, you know. You remember yeah. back in when we were younger, when Lake Compounds was doing free soda pops? Yeah. Uh, Why did they stop? I love the. I don't know. The I love be- the free was, soda. I'm, well I'm done. Positive. It was the bees. You get off the road. It was it the had, bees. There was yeah. so many. I remember bees. punching a bee to death at Lake Compounds once because it went in my free Mountain Dew. Bob, <laughs> stop being such a hero. Listen, I get off the rotor. I'm having a hot dog and a free do. 
It lands on the table. I, I for the record, these these are not the good kind of bees. These are the bad. Oh bees. no, these are yeah. these are wild. These, um, these are yellow jackets. Because you know, possibly. there's some good bees. There's some bad bees. But these, these aren't are your bad. Bumble. No, bad bees. They they ain't your typical bumble. Dude, I'm so happy you mentioned the rotor. That was <laughs> an underrated ride at Lake Oh, House. I don't know about that, Josh. That ride upset many a stomach. Guys, save it for the theme park cast. Okay. Ooh. Coming we, to you soon. We're, we're talking about medieval times. There's no roller coasters in medieval times. Well, it's a roller coaster of emotion. Uh, true. For your night. Yeah. Well, also when you're trying to survive for your life, <laughs> period, yeah. in medieval times. <laughs> Which, for those of us with high cholesterol, the uh, chicken. <laughs> a lot of skin on that bad boy. <laughs> oh. uh, I knew how to cook them. <laughs> fighting for your life in another sense. <laughs> so, moving away from medieval times what about a medieval fair you know your your standard it's uh maybe september october or something the medieval fair comes to town you've got uh, t- there was one in our our town this past year earlier this year and uh you know you can go there you can buy your turkey leg you can uh watch a couple of different events maybe there's a band rank the medieval trading fair. post booth <laughs> just, just kidding not a sponsor <laughs> the medieval fair is fairly rated it is fairly rated. Um, <laughs> Pun. <laughs> yes. Tim, you're on fire here. I know, I know. Uh, but they they have a lot of cool themed drinks. The last one I went to, there there was this uh, this fire drink, way overpriced, which uh, immediately makes it fairly rated. Tim, but it you're was thinking delicious. about Fireball. <laughs> I kind of wish it was just Fireball. But, mm. like, you know, you move along these places, and there's some things that are really overpriced and some things that are really underpriced. So I went to a, a swords dealer, if you will, a, a blacksmith. <laughs> the same one as, as brother bought him the dagger from, <laughs> a.k.a. Sunoco. No, no, no. This was... Okay, I don't know if it was a bona fide blacksmith, but I mean... But he played one. But he definitely played the part. You're thinking of the old town section of the Harwinson Fair. Listen, he was dirty. He was selling things. It was great. I, I mean, anyway, so a full-size sword. <laughs> that was one of 30 the oxen bucks. for the oxen pull, Tim. A full-size <laughs> sword, 30 bucks. That Okay, that's a good deal. That's and, you fair. know, I I tried to buy one of these swords at one point, and I was like, eh, I don't really need a sword. But For 30 you bucks, were, you do. But if you were going to buy a sword, you would be happy with that price, I feel $30 like. $30 for a sword... Well, it's a novelty sword. No, no, no. This was fully Hold functional. On. So you're telling you me could I could have sliced something with the sword? You could have sliced them in half. You're confident this thing was sharpened. Sorry, yes. Josh. No, like no, 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 no. I'm was, just intrigued. That, that's what t- it was. Uh, what was Damascus steel it was made out of, I believe? You buy this? You Gabby? believe this is a bona fide blacksmith? <laughs> um, no, I don't buy it. But I, <laughs> I do kind of like... I'm taken back at the fact that I could buy two medieval swords for less than it would cost me to go to see medieval times. You know those knights are using those thirty-dollar swords. <laughs> no, no, no. The swords there are definitely more expensive at medieval times. You're going to spend a hundred, three hundred bucks somewhere in there. You know those knights might be the same people working the trading post booth <laughs> after the show. They got to get. They got to have a living. My last point of fairly rated. There's always something to do. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> there's there's always something to do at the medieval fair. We saw a really cool band there. Um, they did, were. Did they play the lute? 
Maybe. Give me Who the knows? loot. Give me the loot. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I enjoyed it. It was fairly rated. It, overpriced most places, but fairly rated. Yeah. Mm. Experience-wise. I, I think it's rated. fair, too. You know what you're getting into. It's a good, fun time, and uh, it's all I got to say about that. I think it's a little bit more entertaining than your standard, like, fall fair. I mean, it's like a themed fair, so, I mean, you kind of know what you're expecting there. Um, yeah, you might get to see some jousting. I don't know how often sure, I get yeah. to see that elsewhere. Yeah. You know what the rock band REM said of that fair? What do they say? That was just a theme. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> All right, moving on. What about that video that I sent you to about medieval fairs? I don't am I missing? I, I don't remember it. I'll send it to you after <laughs> the right. passes. So I'm guessing by the fact that neither of us remember, not that impressive. <laughs> you know what? You're gonna eat your words, Josh. Um. All right. So I got a couple. Um. Kind of King Arthur fantasy. Not all of them are King Arthur, by the way. But just like fantasy medieval style uh, movies and shows here. So I just want to bring up a few here. Um. And. I did find a, a very interesting trend about this, but the most recent King Arthur film, King Arthur Legend of the Sword, it came out back in 2017. It was supposed to be a... Even if you haven't seen it, I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. Um, it was uh, directed by the famous guy, Richie. Uh, it was supposed to be a six... Who is this par- guy named Richie? <laughs> you know, Richie. <laughs> Big Rich. <laughs> you know... At That's first, there was says, uh, <laughs> Big Rich. <laughs> At first, there was Richie, but before there was... Oh, hey, before there was Richie, no, there was okay. Guy Richie. Again. <laughs> hey, good movie. Before there, before there was Rich, there was Crit. <laughs> Come on, Crit. <laughs> anyway, so this movie that came We're out losing in, it. <laughs> in 2017, it was supposed to be a, the first of a six-film franchise. They were going to do a King Arthur franchise series. That would have been cool. Would have been cool in concept-wise. Out of uh, Rotten Tomatoes, you know, gives a rating out of 100%. How many, uh, what, what percentage do you think this movie scored on Rotten Tomatoes? It's 63. 63, that's a good bet. Bob? 52. 30. Oh. Um, very, very who, poor. Who was the uh, the main actor here, Josh? Uh, you know, I actually looked it up. I have it on my phone because uh, mm-hmm. the guy looked, I'd love to hear it. It is Charlie uh, from, Funam. Okay, from uh, uh, Sons, Sons of Anarchy. Anarchy. Yes. Mm. Pacific yes. Rim. Do you think um, it would have been better if they had Ron Perlman playing this character? <laughs> a thousand percent. Now, Josh, I, I've seen this movie, and honestly, the the rating doesn't really do it just justice. I, I really did enjoy it. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, it's fairly rated. <laughs> Two thousand four had another King Arthur movie. Um, it had Kira Knightley in it. Oh yes. And uh, Matt a Knight's Tale. No, uh, no, 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 not no. quite. Oh, um, no, no. The we'll Black Knight. <laughs> Sort of. You've done a very bad. It also thing. had uh, Mads Mickelson in it. Um, I remember seeing this one in the movies when I was a kid. Son of Phil Mickelson. <laughs> <laughs> now we're just spewing bullshit. Uh, that movie is also underrated. Really? Okay. What's this movie? It was a 2004 King Arthur movie. W- what's the main actor in this one, Josh? Um, it's uh, Heath Ledger. No. Ow. What, are, what am I thinking that of? What are an, you talking right. about? <laughs> While I look up the main actor, A Knight's Tale. Have okay, you both, that's both A Knight's Tale. It? Okay. Rated. I thought Knightley was in that. It's underrated. It's it's 100% underrated, A Knight's Tale. This, this movie is exactly what you want to see. I mean, it has its goofy parts, like with the music that they bring in and like the dancing, whatever. But 
a true underdog story this this night's tale is yeah. and you know Heath Ledger probably at his his youngest best I would say well any great movie but you know I've never seen it but anytime, anytime you <laughs> You've make never seen a night's tale anytime you make the soundtrack of a medieval times based off of weird Al <laughs> I mean <laughs> listen Bob you need to see this movie I right? might it's pretty great you like it it is good. Uh, it's here, excellent. Here's kind of another uh, Paul Bettany's in it, <laughs> dude. Paul Bettany is in it. It's a, he's very excellent. Good. How about this one? A little bit of a dark horse contender, Shrek the Third. Give me a break. It technically no, has Vaughn. King Arthur. No, Merlin, Shrek movies are a little bit Lancelot. underrated. Actually, no. Late the first Shrek movie is underrated. The second two, they they overdid it. Why the, Why don't you like them? They're overrated, man. Like. The, the jokes just get a little fuck freaking obnoxious. Well, hey, what, you know, what about this? <laughs> Family it, it was show. Pixar doing something different. Sure. I, I, yeah, I mean, listen, when they, when they brought out Shrek, it was a revelation to our generation. Hey, now. You're a Shrek star. A- absolutely. But when they started bringing out the new ones with puss in boots and... Whatever the third well, they were one leaning is. back on the genre of meh, fairy tales. And they leaned the way too far back, Bob. It's overrated. I, I might agree with you on on that, but I do think that Shrek. Have you even seen Shrek the Third, Bob? Josh, what do you think? Because I'm getting a real <laughs> sense that you've never seen it. We're not going to the movies tonight, boys. We're watching Shrek the. Do third. you want to know this real bizarre Shrek memory that I only my family knows about? We um, love it. Sure. <laughs> so we had one of these. This is so weird. We had one of those like video cameras for a while. You could connect right to your TV, and you could. Uh, it was digital, and you could go over it and record and and. Um, that was great technology. Delete back things. In the day. Yeah. Yeah. And for some reason, I remember this. Um, this one particular scene where I was wearing like this video I was taking. I was like doing a mockumentary of the Croc Hunter with my cat. And then I had to fart real bad. So what? like I gave the video camera to my brother and I'm like, just film this. And I pulled down my shorts and was wearing Shrek boxers. <laughs> so I just said to the camera, scenes from the upcoming movie Shrek 2, and then ripped ass real loud. <laughs> right this, at your cat? No, at the camera. Oh, at the camera. So for years we've had this, I think it got taped over. <laughs> But there was always this That's funny unfortunate. <laughs> scenes from Shrek 2, and it caught the <laughs> fart so great on camera. Sometimes, you know, a fart is hard to capture on the camera audio. But... So I have a soft spot in my fart for Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just make up that story to say that? No, one? no, okay. I, that actually happened. You never know, <laughs> to no, be that, fair. It's too far-fetched to not have happened. Now, Bob. It's <laughs> a great story. That's great. Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> but have you ever seen Shrek 3? Not at all. Okay. I knew it. Josh, continue. <laughs> all right. Another kind of obscure uh, kind of medieval flick, Army of Darkness. Oh, that's a great. Rated fairly. Rated never fairly. seen it. It's deserving of the accolade. Never seen Army of Darkness. No. It's Ash. My wife? <laughs> so I No, no. <laughs> this is the third movie in the Evil Dead franchise. Uh, I've never been into the Evil Dead. Yeah, I've never but you, watched it. You, you think it's all horror flick when it first starts, and then it just it's goes down the It's an interesting crossover, isn't it? It truly is. Um, how about kind of uh, what I feel like most people would think of as a uh, quintessential one is uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. 
It's rated fairly, Josh. It is rated fairly. Mm. They have an interesting take on the medieval very times. quotable. Great jokes. Very quotable. My wife hates this movie. She hates it so much. I don't blame her. The, sure. If you're not looking, it's a very, Shrubbery. very unique thing. <laughs> And you that's know, why I give it the fair rating. I tried to I tried to have her watch this very recently, probably probably maybe I don't know, a month or two ago. And she said that at every like funny part I was like looking over at her and waiting for her to laugh and she hates when I do that. So <laughs> this probably added to it. But it is a quotable movie. You know all the uh, the parts and Well, you know why you know him is when we were younger, think middle school, um <clears throat> there was a time period where I would uh, fall asleep on the couch. Medieval times. That was a time period. Uh, maybe yeah, around then. Yes. Anyways, long story <laughs> short, you'd wake up in the middle of the night to these infomercials where you could buy the Monty Python set on uh, mm. DVD. Do you remember this? I do. I do. And that's why everybody knows the quotes. Not that everybody's seen it. Is they they had like this five to six minute video uh, commercial. Where it was all about Monty Python and ordering no the DVDs. Kid. It was very long. It was you know, very long. It played on late night all the time. Yep. I'm not familiar with this, but I'd like to see it. <laughs> it, it truly was like 90s level advertising at night. Yeah. You know, they, they replayed it all the time, but like because it was the middle of the night, these infomercials went on for a long time. Pretty much just took everything memorable about Monty Python and made it into a commercial. You'd never need to watch the movie. Yeah, Bob, I, I completely agree with you. Those those 90s infomercials were, were just a little bit wild. Now, guys, I'm going to do a little bit of an impromptu switch in because uh, we're about to do a little bit of a taste test, but a lot of bit of a, uh, a decompress, if you will. And we're going to need the one, the only Uncle John's help to really get us through this next segment. So here we go. And what the hell was that? What the fuck was that? <laughs> There's our explicit tag. <laughs> Boys, I'm going to pour you some mead here because we need to decompress. Bob, you want to explain to everyone what we, what we just did? Full cup, full cup for me. <laughs> In a world where... Uh-huh. You know what? Let him go. Just let him go. (laughs) In a world where we have not been able to go to the theaters in over a year. Yes. Folks, the last movie... Okay, I apologize. The last movie I saw was that weird Hugh Grant movie um, where he was like a spy or something. I fell asleep during... But the last real movie that Liz and I went to the theaters for was Uncut Gems. Great movie. Great, great movie. You saw that in the theaters? Loved it. Same theater we were at tonight. No kidding. Saw it in theaters. Loved it. So our welcome back... The three of us, Welcome Back movie, was mm-hmm. The Green Knight. Yeah. Josh Josh meticulously planned this beautiful podcast and said, you know what, guys? First segment, we'll do a, we'll do a field, first segment of a field trip segment. We'll go watch something and come back and rate it. And, uh, We're and we back. went to watch The Green Knight. And Josh, <laughs> it went like this, folks. It went in such a way that we've decided to combine the review of that and the Snack Shack in one, where we're not even going to rate the mead, we're just going to drink it and talk about this movie. Uncle John's not even saying anything. He's just sitting in the corner. Uncle He's John, not going to say anything. Uncle John came the out of the bus, the Snack Shack, the food truck bus, he dropped the meat off on the table, smiled at us, and walked away. Yeah, I, I think he was in the theater, I think he saw the movie with us, and he, he ate too much popcorn. Oh, and So, <laughs> let, 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 let me chime in here. So... First of all, 
Nordic Moon Meadery. We're drinking oh, yes. Odin's Eye, which is a mead which is made with orange blossom honey. Not to be confused with the Whispering Eye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Never so, to be confused with such a thing. I'm gonna take a sip of this. This is I'm gonna too, but this is good stuff. I I love this mead. Is I love very this meadery. Good. This is delightful as far as mead goes. You know, I'm I'm used to the the Vikings blood, if I, you I will. Was, was very love close to Vikings getting this blood. Uh, this this is definitely at least on par with Vikings blood, and they have many different flavors. This one's more They're of a really? little bit lighter. It's this one almost drinks like a wine, whereas the Vikings blood is true. Not not this isn't true, but Vikings blood is like a hard hitting. I feel like kind of mead. I feel like this this will hit you hard too. Oh, to I'm be not honest. I'm yeah. not taking anything away from this because this is wonderful, but I feel like it's a little more drinkable. Mm. It doesn't market itself. I'm like, hey, we're it's just like, hey, it's it's mead. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. So I owe you two an apology because uh, <laughs> when I first that start, movie owes us all an apology, yeah. Josh. When I first was thinking about putting together this cast, I was thinking, "Wow, we're gonna get a chance to go watch a fantasy epic." Uh, and what I was not prepared for was watching an epic flop. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, this is a point that I wanted to make. And you know, if you're listening to this cast all the way through. You would have just heard us say all these different movies that we we had talked about, different Arthurian flicks. And here's my point. So many of those movies are rated either average to poorly. If you if you take a look at their Rotten Tomatoes score, they're not very impressive. If you look at IMDb, you're gonna find it at like a six, a six. Even the good ones. Even the yeah. good ones, right? Sure. So the the first point I want to make, especially after you know a couple sips of this mead and uh, being fired up after watching this, is. I think it's a hard genre in general. Uh, there are some classics out there like Monty Python. There are some classics out there that kind of build past the Arthurian legend and just embrace fantasy like Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones that are wonderful in their own right. But when you're trying to do something like The Green Knight, not a sponsor, <laughs> Never, Never a sponsor. A sponsor would you go watch the Green Knight with Joey? Uh, I would. I would say, "Hey, Joey, meet me there," and I'd never show up. <laughs> <laughs> You'd ghost him. I would, much like what happened in the movie. The point that I'm oh. trying to make is, <laughs> it's a very difficult thing to do, and I feel like. What is it, Josh? Well, <laughs> is it that difficult to do to make a great movie I'm with, with knights in shining armor and make an epic? fantasy film no it's not that difficult to do do it they could have done wonderful wonderful things with this movie josh oh sorry to sorry no it's fine god damn it man i mean all right well you bring up a fair point why didn't they (laughs) it's not a difficult genre i the more i try to dissect this movie and folks we're not saying don't see it we're saying just just manage I, your expectations. I would actually encourage the audience to see it. This is okay. I don't know if you guys ever have been in this situation where you watch a movie and you're like, I don't know if I'm smart enough to understand the nuances that they're this trying to get is, at. Yes, this is. I thought I was too drunk to be watching no, this I, movie. And I, when I, when I went to my co host and I said, What happened in this movie? No one could give me a straight answer because no one understands what happens in this goddamn well, movie. To be fair, there was a there was one point where Tim went to try to get another drink, and he left it a part where the main character had eaten some mushrooms and was they went oh Josh did they not go overboard with the hallucination for like eight minutes? So Tim came back during that and he's like Bob, what's going? On? I'm like. 
Don't even ask. <laughs> and more importantly, the guy at the stand didn't give me another drink. He said, I can't give you another drink. It's an hour past the last move. And I was like, what if I put $20 cash on the counter and we just look the other way? And he looks at me for a good three seconds. He's like, I can't do it, man. I was like, You should have told him, like, listen, man, you know I'm watching the Green Knight, right? <laughs> I thought it was oh, going to get Oh, God, here, better. take five of them. I, listen, I had seen what I had seen to that point, and I was like, this is confusing, and I think it's just going to turn and warp into the the epic movie that I think it is because I had seen the uh, the Rotten Tomatoes score. Right. The Rotten Tomatoes score is insane yeah. for what I saw. And I don't know if I'm just not artistic <laughs> no, or autistic no. enough to understand this movie, well, but, like, I didn't get it. I can, literally... can I give you a quick, like, first impression of it? Please. So <laughs> so those of you get... So, listeners, here's how it went. We got there on time. There was a big line for the snacks. Yes. Now, Josh mentions the first movie back after COVID. You're getting popcorn. You got to get it. It's a thing. Tim goes and I saw you Venmo, by the way. Tim goes and gets our tickets from the kiosk. Sure, sure. We go in line. We get our drinks and our popcorn. We go in maybe a couple minutes late. It was 7.08. 7.08. The movie starts at 7. And usually there's 10 minutes of previews. Where were they? Maybe None. 10 to 20 I've seen. Yeah. So we go in there and I look up and I'm like, this is kind of weird. A lot of music playing, some weird dialogue. This is a real bizarre preview. Sure. 10 minutes later, I realize it's not the preview. We're in the movie. Fine. It's the goddamn movie. It's a movie. I don't understand it from the get-go. <laughs> I start to settle in. I'm like, okay, this one's going to be a Lord of the Rings type thing where it's a little slow of a start. And like you guys said, we're going to get the epic. It could have been the epic. It lost me at the mushroom eating scene. And it went downhill from there. It really did. Now, if you know the the tale of the Green Knight, like I remembered this from a kid. Um, you know, <clears throat> the, the tale where the knight comes in. Uh, it's I a, never knew this it's from a kid. I remember reading this either, story, actually. and I, I thought it was a school thing, but like it's a poem, Josh. Well, what it is is <laughs> it's a Christmas challenge to Arthur. The Green Knight comes in, um, and they trade blows, or basically, Ooh, oh, they blow each. This other. reminds me of the scene in Yes Man, where his old lady neighbor. That was actually a really good thing that Bob mentioned to me mid movie, and I almost spit out my drink. There was what was the part? There was like a weird part going on with him with the knight and his uh, girlfriend. I'm like, you remember that scene in Yes Man? <laughs> but but basically, this uh, Gawain has to uh, step up. He ends up slicing off the head of the Green Knight. The Green Knight being a magical or enchanted person. Oh, spoilers, by the way. Spoilers, spoilers, well, spoilers. This has been yeah. around since like the yeah, this is medieval no times. So. Right, but the movie is... The movie. And here's yes. what lends itself to the plot discussion is, did he have to cut the head off? No, he did not. He did not, and I kind of didn't like that. that. It, had he not cut off the head, he wouldn't have had to uh, had to deal with his impending death. That's classic Gawini. But it's also a little societal commentary. This man was a nothing before he stepped up to the Green Knight. So are you going to be a nothing who nicked his arm, or are you going to chop off the head? Well, you have to. you got to go big or go home. That's that's a commentary on our society right now. You know, you want the glory of being the one who says, hey, I'm surrounded by legends. Let me be one. And unless you're Joey Bides, who gets down and fondles the tree. You you, you never hang out with Joey, especially when he's fondling the tree. Josh, what did I say when they chopped off the Green Knight's head? You said so many wonderful things during this movie, Bob. (laughs) It starts spewing this real bad blood, and I turn to Josh. I'm like, (laughs) like, what what do I say, Josh? 
Oh, it's sap. It's all, it's all sap. <laughs> you know, there, I, I tried to track this movie as long as I could. I knew that. We all was, tried, Josh. I know, I know. But like, I knew that the, the heart and soul of the story was that everything was a test, right? right. They were going to test Gawain to the point where he goes to yeah, the chapel. Thanks for letting us in on this before the you, freaking Well, I, I did, you I did give me say shit. I didn't want to know anything about it. So Josh That's did, fair. did and, a buy. And Tim, you, you routinely give me shit for telling you the source material. Uh, so the sorry listen, for knowing the this story. This can't be pinned on Josh. <laughs> but, fair. You know, <laughs> but it, angry something, still. Something that I did find interesting was in the original story, what happens, and this shouldn't be a spoiler because it's been around forever. Spoilers. Um, is that when he gets to the Green Knight... Um, uh, when it comes time, he ends up nicking the neck of Gawain as kind of like a, a scarlet letter, right? It's a kind of he like doesn't a, kill him in the real. He tale. doesn't kill him, but um, technically, we didn't see him kill him at the end, which, Josh. Which, which is fine, but like I almost feel like they overplayed the whole again spoilers that flash forward into what his life would have been if he didn't do it honorably. It's just like. Well, no, he he kind of wasn't honorable. You could follow the story at this point. No need to be artistic about it. Well, here's the thing. They bring you up to that point with a lot of questions. Right. A lot of questions. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> Tim actually at and, one point in the first 10 minutes turned to me and goes, what the hell is happening? <laughs> right. And, and that's fair. It was a fair question. I'm not an idiot, folks. Well, the, no. I, I don't consider myself to be an idiot. Well, in the most opening the time, movie, but... the opening scene set you up real weird. There's like music playing for ten minutes straight. It it really no. played out like a uh, lots a trailer. of merriment. If you yes. love like throat singing and Josh, I love throat <laughs> singing. This is the movie for you because it's about 70% of what you hear. Also, right. if you like the last Harry Potter's movies where you can't see jack shit, <laughs> you'll love the middle hour of this friggin' movie. Because at one point, I'm just like, who the hell is he even talking to? Because all I'm seeing is the outline of shit. What right. was the deal with the fox? No deal at all. The fox has a... They mention a fox in the original story, but well, it's because of the hunt. So why is well? This... Guess what? So that sorry, Josh. No, no, no please, so this, please. This fox is is like a companion. CGI of his coming up. Sure, it's CGI. Yes, very good. But bad CGI. You know what? That's one thing we could figure out. That this fox was CGI. It was not a live fox. It was the great. It was the tree knight's <laughs> most easy task. Hey, it's not a real fox. <laughs> hey, it's not really no. That's not a real fox. That's CGI. So, anyways, oh. this fox is 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 following. A, along for a little while and then all of a sudden at one point in the quest he just turns around and starts talking to the knight it's like what yeah it's this, too much this and is... the knight swings an axe at him yeah he hates him he hates the talking fox <laughs> they make one mention and maybe they allude to it in different scenes of witchcraft and it's like they expect you to say we said the word witchcraft do you believe in it no and now the the fox I believe they can said talk. Those exact words to the guy, but to, it, to it go, wasn't though. It, it, it was it was the Green Knight's trickery. It it was a lot. And you know what? That's what they're gonna. This is ah, oh, Bob. This is why is this they the Donnie Darko of uh of night movies. I'm gonna tell you what happened, Bob. So they rated this so well 
because of the fact that there's so much mystery going on. Right. Like, that it's so artistic. It's so new age on an old poem. It's like, wow, this is this is just amazing. And normal people like us are just sitting there like, why is this happening? What yeah. is going on here? And so, sure, sure. So you see, uh, okay, he gets to the night. He goes, he goes, and and they they do his future. His flash forward, oh, if you will. A 10 minute flash forward. A 10 minute flash forward. And we're like, well, this happens. Okay. And then his his baby son gets stolen away from him. No reason. No, There's no, no. There's no reason. reason for it. No reason. At all. And then <laughs> the baby son that was stolen all of a sudden dies in battle. What, yeah, what was I'm with a little that? confused at that as well. The pace. It was, was a way. Off. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a. Fl- I saw my life flash before my eyes. Peppy Star Fox sixty four, and that's exactly <laughs> and that's exactly what the this man saw. Yeah, seriously. He, I mean, he saw a terrible, terrible future, but also this future made no goddamn sense. No, whatsoever. Let me pose you a question: Would this have been a good movie? <laughs> if they if they cut the fat, sure. And this was about two hours, yeah. I think it was about eighteen. <laughs> from Let's say they boil this down to about eighty-five, ninety minutes. They trimmed the fat. They they left out some of the weird uh, stuff and the folks who are listening with the younger kids blocked their ears. And the scene where there was that weird rope robe that was taken away from the woman and it had a little bit of the man's semen on it i didn't care for that scene bit of jizz yeah a little bit yeah (laughs) but take out that scene and a couple of the uh filler scenes would this have been an all right movie or or are we just way off kilter here no it it wouldn't have even (laughs) been it wasn't dragged out it just wasn't good no it was bad it was downright bad and okay another and i'm sorry to, to 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 take part of this segment on my on myself but like i'm just so confused he he goes to a cabin in the woods and then this woman comes comes to him and and she's like where's my head and we're like as the audience we don't goddamn know where your head is you look like a normal woman and then he dives down finds a skull in this lake or sorry, it was a little bit of a swamp, You'd and it n- turns into a lake. Tell me that wasn't the old Greg swamp that he dove into. <laughs> Bob, I was, I was almost crying. There was a scene <laughs> that she brings. So this was a this was the fun part about this is if you're doing color commentary, this very serious and bizarre scene. She brings this man to a lake, and I'm like, Josh, it's old Greg's lake, and it really was. Was it not? It was, but Bob. Like every thirty seconds, made an old Greg reference. <laughs> well, because the knight was asking a lot of questions, like "Where are we going? Where are we going?" And I'm like, "Love games." Like <laughs> even the dialogue fit an old Greg scene. If I'll I'll be really shocked within five years if there's not an old Greg overdub of that scene. I hope the so. Green Knight. I would love I it. It, so. It's so it lends itself and to guess it so what? well. It would make more sense than the movie did. It really <laughs> would. So he goes down. He finds this skull in the in the bottom of this lake. In the swamp. middle of the night, the, he can see yeah. to navigate. Yeah. Oh, no, oh, but there was a red light underneath. The yeah, red a red light, light underneath the, the lake swamp. Watercolors. <laughs> Watercolors. <laughs> yes. So he grabs this skull and he brings it back up to this 
woman who's a skeleton well, in the bed. Well, she was at this gone. Point. She had she, vanished. There was nothing in the bed, yeah. But I, that was the bed that he was sleeping in where there was nothing before. He was very tired. That oh, my heart time. is actually pounding a little bit right now out of all the stress of the <laughs> like so so he's like he he does this. He goes up to the room and then this woman stands up with no head. Like it's a woman again. Yeah. And then and then he drops her head. And then the head starts talking on the ground like enough of this. And he enough continues on his voyage as if he, he as if he had never seen this. Right. This is another day in the life. But zoom ahead. <laughs> 45 minutes. He ends up marrying this woman. Yeah. Did you see this? Uh, I don't think that was the well, same person. That was, no, no, no. A, that was, that a, was exactly the that, same person. That, yes, it was that person, but it was a premonition. Uh, no, Josh, it was. <laughs> that was the same actress. Uh, I don't Josh, it was. So. Josh, it was the headless woman. It was easily the headless woman. That's why it was so confusing. Yeah, so... So he has the baby. The baby gets stolen away, as I said before. And then the his old wife. Oh, here, wait, hang on. I don't mean to cut you off. Here's where the smarts start kicking in. Okay. Remember when the headless woman said, or oh, was it you who took my head? That was the Josh. tree. That was the green knight tricking. The tree and king. A little premonition. He did take her head when she was the green knight. He, yes. He... Two different actresses. Nah, no, garbage. IMDb it? man, young queen's name. Are you? you are thinking Megan of, Tiernan and the. Uh, I'm sorry. You're thinking Queen Amidala. No, that was <laughs> that was also really funny. <laughs> the difference you're the talking other, about is very slight. It's Natalie Portman and Kira Knightley. And the other one was Aaron very Kelly. similar actresses. Well, yeah, Damn. one of the actresses was in a. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Not, oh, like, I recognize of course Josh it. knows. The Peanut Butter Falcon? <laughs> <laughs> Great movie. You know what? Never watch this movie. Go and watch yourself The Peanut Butter yeah. Falcon. A real You'll be all the much movie. better for it. But, I, I, Bob, I honestly thought that was the same person. Dude, I, I, I can't believe that it's not. I, I still <laughs> I will, think you're, you're I will agree that they look bit. similar, though. And you know what? And it would have made more sense. And it didn't even make sense <laughs> when it made sense. Yeah. Uh, I mean... <laughs> I thought they who were just messing with us a little more. I, yeah, who was that girl who was then, the girl? Josh? Who was it? It's not like they explained a lot in that flash forward. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing was explained. Now they explained even less than I thought they had. He literally casts the the mother of his baby aside yep. and marries this rando at this point. After because he makes sweet, sweet love to her. Sweet love, Josh. It was sweet love. He, he's not going to cook it, but he'll order it from Zanzibar, and then he does that. <laughs> Excellent reference. I would have rather listened to that song on repeat Listen, for two eight hours, years. Right. <laughs> In fact, sometimes it's not right to do. <laughs> uh, now, it was it was too much. I think when I watch a fantasy flick or if I hear like, oh, I'm going to watch a King Arthur's tale, I expect there to be. Uh, at least at some point, a, a sword fight or some type of battle. Oh, there and, was a sword fight. Well, it wasn't would, the kind you think, though. <laughs> it was a mental sword fight oh. with you in the audience trying to figure out what the hell was going and on. And me at an hour 45 going, well, this is kind of shot. Should I go spend six bucks on Sour Patch and save her the rest <laughs> of the night? Wouldn't have been able to. That guy would have given you this cold shoulder, man. That's true. <laughs> but, like, w- would a battle have saved this movie like no no like maybe a couple like okay nope. let's see Gawain un- he's not a knight he's adamant about that but like 
a, a man who has a sword and a big axe, that axe was not used outside of beheading. Well, and it was supposed to be this like almost a legendary weapon that they stored away. They made sure to show you that this was like a big deal and it came back to him and he didn't use it once. No, he, he swung he it at, an, at a fox and that was it. For scare tactics. Because the fox was speaking to him. I'll say no, the battle wouldn't have saved this because I'll admit to you guys, I'm not a big action movie guy. A battle scene for me kind of deteriorates the movie. So I actually like that there weren't battles in this, but because I thought the storytelling would be better, and it wasn't. No. The storytelling was wasn't. very pretentious. It's like, let's see how much we can mess with the audience who's going to follow us halfway through this movie, and then we're going to mess with them. I, Even the ending. What was the ending where they pause framed on the pause framed on the end or whatever it was for, for the 30 seconds. I mean, let me at least watch that guy slice his goddamn head off. You've earned it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, good ending to this movie. This guy gets his head chopped off. As a matter off of fact, he makes ending, no sense. The ending of hypothetically him was better than what <laughs> yeah. actually happened. Yep. One part that really irks me about <laughs> this movie. Point. <laughs> right? Am I wrong, though? <laughs> no, you're wrong. not wrong. You remember the scene where the uh, the woman uh, at, at the castle? Which woman, Josh? It was uh, when he Willie traveled. Nelson? <laughs> no, the one who was hanging out with Willie Nelson. On the uh, road again? Okay, so there was a woman in this movie who had braids that looked Some sort a lot of prophet, like, if you will. Uh, that had no eyes, I guess, because she had a cloth over him the whole time. Looked like Willie Nelson, but Josh, continue. <laughs> so, so the younger woman, the one who's like tempting Gawain. Not Willie Nelson. Not Willie Nelson. <laughs> she was one who handed him the... Uh... What did you think about that long monologue that she had about the color green? About green, you know, being over oh. his coffin. I'm just saying, like... No, it had nothing to do with the plot. But that's the thing. It's one of those things that, like, you're listening to yes. it and you're saying to yourself, oh, this is important. This You're thinking, this is it. Yep, this... She's going to say something... This is where something. it turns to something that makes sense to me. <laughs> and, like, okay... If if every challenge that Gawain encountered was the Green Knight testing him, even so much as all the people at this castle, sure, I get it. These are the words of the Green Knight coming through someone else through witchcraft. Sure. And now you have a chance to like say, oh, green is this and green is that. But I didn't get that. But but you know what? It's like, but that's the thing, Tim. It's way too highbrow, and they never come back to it. No. They expect you to know it in the second to be like, yep, that's it. He just gave away the entire movie. Here's how subjective this film was. Other than the Green Knight and the main character, who I still don't know his name. Gawain. Gawain. Gawainy. The Ween. If you took out any other character, if you just removed any other character inexplicably... I wouldn't have noticed. Yeah. Because there was nothing essential that any other character did. But what what about that time that the fox turned into a talking fox? Bob? <laughs> I think that ruined it. That was like the scene in Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny where they trip with Sasquatch for like three minutes. Weird, irrelevant. Still love that movie. Like that, oh, you got that movie it. is much better than this movie. <laughs> Always see the pick over the Green Knight. Now. One of the questions I wanted to ask you guys, because I, I was sitting next to my wife and she made so many like killer comments. They were they were very funny about King Arthur. She hated 
I didn't like King, King Arthur. Arthur. The voice. Bit. The voice was garbage. Who is the actor? It was bad. I don't know. He's like, <laughs> my tooth hurts. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, what was with that scene? God almighty. I, I couldn't. They tried to get an older Arthur, right? Yeah, he's they, not, they found young. him. A, an old man from fucking <laughs> freaking. You need to we, bleep a lot of we, things. I, I think we just say this is the not safe for kids. I, I don't think we need to. I think this one just don't listen with the family. We're fired up. Listen, this guy is from 2064. Right. Like, this is this is how old this guy was with his voice that he was portraying. Oh, sure, sure. It was awful. It's Smoker it all like his the, life. It was like the guy from the first <laughs> Harry Potter trying to play Dumbledore. He's like. <laughs> My tooth hurts. It was like Christian Bale playing Batman, but like the Godfather <laughs> of the King God Pigeon. <laughs> I I think when all is said and done, they didn't do anything to show that Arthur was like he had that one speech where he's talking about being lucky to be amongst everybody. But like, I don't think they even said his name. I no. don't think so either. There's a lot of implied, if you, oh, this is who it is. If you didn't know it was King Arthur, you wouldn't know it was King Arthur. Well, and I rest my case again. You take the king out of the movie, would it have changed a single thing? No. Wouldn't have mattered no. one bit, plot-wise. Right. Not a bit. Put put that idiot in the middle of the woods, and he chops this idiot's sure. head off, and, sure. and it's the same movie. Well, it's like, if you're supposed to look at Willie Nelson... And, on the road again. And you don't know a lick about any Arthurian <laughs> tales. You're going to assume that she's just some old bat. If you do, you might you might put two and two together that she is, you know, Morgan Le Fay. And- it was old Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, if you were watching this movie, it would have made more sense for Willie Nelson to be in it yeah. than this oracle or whatever she was supposed to be. Right. It, it's just too much. It expects too much of the audience. And I, First of I all, how dare that. they? Yeah. How dare they? Second of all, how dare they, Josh? How dare they expect that I know what they're thinking when I don't care? Do, <laughs> do we dare uh, say a couple positives about the movie? I can't. I, I Bob, like I, one no. thing I liked. Come on. I, it has nothing to do with the plot. Okay. But the sound was nice. Yeah. Fire cracklings, walking through the woods. A lot of, maybe we were just at the theater. It was, a lot of good sound production. It was very authentic to like when they were inside of a castle. There yeah. wasn't it didn't sound pristine. It was no. like, oh, it's gonna echo. All right. That if makes you're sense. Gonna, if you're gonna make me do a positive. Visually it was nice. Visually, what about those dark scenes though? You couldn't see anything. Uh, garbage. But when when he's walking through the woods and yeah, there's the, a mist yeah. and that kind of thing, there's definitely a lot of clarity and niceness. I get that. And the Bad. ending scene with the Green Knight, very clear, crisp picture. Yeah, I like that too. But the Green Knight's animations, garbage. Yeah, well, and again, going back to the CGI Fox, you've got this wonderfully visually stunning movie, not plot-wise, but production-wise, and then you bring in the CGI-est of CGI Foxes. Yep. You know what? That this Fox sucked. Yep. It, that was the worst CGI. It was I've so out of place. Plot wise and visually, you know this is this is the type of movie where I am gonna go home. I'm gonna look at some. I'm gonna type into YouTube like Green Knight explained, and I'm gonna let somebody tell me what the hell I just saw. I'm not even gonna do that because I'm not interested like, anymore. 
I'm so upset by it that I don't want to know what happened. I'm usually the type of guy that like likes that type of challenge to think about it and chew on it for a while before I kind of like look for the answers. But for this movie, I, I'm at a loss. When you have a giant breastfeeding another baby giant oh, and, the, yeah. and the fox howls and then all the giants start howling, it's like, okay, is uh, this tripping on mushrooms? It was too much. Josh, can we confirm though? Were those tripping robots really Haley Joel Osment? <laughs> yes. Over. And I mean, over he's not again. listed on the cast, but it was kind of him. What, <laughs> folks? I guess. I don't... Bob, give your ending ending poem here, because I want us to all rate it after your poem. Oh my god! Out of ten? No, I just you know the standard of our show. <sighs> In a world where you can return to. Your safe haven, a nice reclining movie theater chair. Leather. I'm not even saying anything right now because I, I'm fine with it. <laughs> Leather. You got your popcorn in hand. You got your beverage. You missed right. it. It's been a year and a half. Oh, Folks, God, I missed in a it. world where you could do this, do not go see The Green Knight. Yeah. Although... No, 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 don't even. I'm going to be honest with you. Movies like this do do something to me where I'm like kind of a little messed up today. Tomorrow I might wake up and go, man. No. I might. I might. I'm I'm frustrated now, but I'm even starting now to be like, you know what? Eh? There are parts I enjoyed. Just Just stop. I don't know. Josh. I'm not going to tell people he not to see this movie. He might text us this tomorrow, but you know that it comes from a very trolling No, place. I'm not I'm not trolling. I'm not trolling. I do think eventually that a part of me is going to be like, I understand the artistry of it. We're going to wake up. We're going to get a screenshot of Bob giving an IMDb review going, no. not bad. No, no, no. All right. All right. On three, rate this. Out of what? Overrated, underrated, rated fairly. Okay. One, two, three. Rated fairly. <laughs> what did you say? Shit. <laughs> the movie was shit. Yeah, I, I, I was kind of trolling with the rated fairly. You, you can't, this, this is overrated. extremely overrated. If it was given a 90-something on Rotten Tomatoes, there's no way you can justify anything other than an yeah, overrated. I wonder if it's just too early, right? It literally came out. That was the earliest showing we could have seen of The Green Knight. Yeah. Um, with a whopping four other people in the theater. 94% this garbage got on Rotten Tomatoes. But, but you can't what? blame us, right? We've been we've been dying for a good movie lately. Yeah. And there's been nothing, right? I'd rather watch Charlie's Angels. Space, the original. The Space Jam. Might have no, done that. no, oh, not God, the LeBron no. James Jesus. Space Jam. Guys, Josh, you calm the hell down. <laughs> You've gone a little too far off with your head. <laughs> Oh, and guess what? The throwback to uh, to uh, Alice in Wonderland. Off with your head. I if that's the last line in the movie. Give me a break. You're relying on yeah. You're relying on good old Alice after your whole artistry. Come you on. Never rely on Alice. No, never. Never. No. You, no, and, you never do. And if you do, Fuck terrible me. movie. Oh, explicit tag. <laughs> Josh, you put in the description of this. We thing. all got one. <laughs> all right. Well, Josh is literally red in the face, folks. His hair's disheveled, and he literally looks like he's been through war. This uh, this Odin's eye is making me blush. Odin's eye? 
I would say underrated. This Odin's Eye and Mead is fantastic. Not a sponsor. Would love it to be a sponsor. Uh, Odin's Eye Mead, folks. A, a, a Connecticut meadery. Go get yourself a... Uh, is this a, Connecticut? A, I believe so, yeah. Um, go get yourself some of this meat. It's phenomenal. Ellington, Connecticut. Damn. That goes down so good. And you know, if we were drinking this meat during the movie, we might have a different review right now. Probably not, because we'd be even more confused. Right. At least the Odin's Eye was underrated. This was underrated. It was truly delicious, but the movie, truly turpid. Truly, Truly turpid is a really great way to describe. Poor this. Josh just tries to get us our first field trip segment on the show, <laughs> and it may be the last. Folks. You know what? It was. It wasn't Josh's fault. He no, it he wasn't thought, Josh's fault at all. Guys, thought, I was hey, a majority stockholder in the movie. My bad. If that's the case, Josh, you better you better watch yourself. I'll, I'll kill show you. myself out. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, I guess that ends it for us uh, for this week. Uh, thanks again for listening to another episode of the Overrated. Underrated. Or the uh, Rated Fairly podcast. <laughs> also, movies are overrated, in my opinion, at this point. The mo- Going to the movies? Going to the movies. It sucks. I'm sorry, guys. Man. Well, it's going to be a while, but what if we go see Corella next time? That, that uh, movie of the... I've seen that movie. It is leagues better than the movie. We, we need to go saw. see Dune next. I'm dying to see that. Dune? Dune, like the godfather of science fiction. It's amazing. What are you talking about? You've never, never heard, heard of, of Dune? This Dune-y is... tang? Oh, I have so much to teach you guys. <laughs> Dune. Maybe Another our... field trip? <laughs> Another field trip. I got to redeem myself. Owen Wilson, Shanghai Dune? Uh, Shanghai close. Noon, great movie. Very, very close. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Overrated, 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 fairly so fair. Overrated.